are listening to Sports and More with Chris and Tom. Welcome back. It's the guys with the faces for radio and the voices for a silent movie. This is Sports and More with Chris and Tom. I am Chris. And that makes me Tom. So, Chris, it's been a while since we've done an episode, and I feel like we say that a lot, but it really has been like, what, three, weeks. three four weeks <laughs> yeah. since we've done one? Been a, been a hot Three minute. weeks? Yeah, yeah. So, been a hot minute. A, little, a fair bit has happened, uh, including what has happened today. Oh, yeah. Uh, what's today? Uh, I, I don't know. I, I think um, today is um, um, someone's birthday, I think. I think. I'm not sure, though. Um, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman. Uh, Isn't Joe Biden's birthday today too? Isn't no, the president's uh, birthday? Please don't tell me that. I please it, don't tell me that. I think it that. is actually. I think it's his eighth birthday today. I think so. Let me check the news. I make sure. I believe I remember. Well, he's got fifty. He's got. He's, he's got exactly fifty-one years on me then. Yeah. So. Oh, it's your birthday. That's right. It is Tom's birthday. Oh my goodness, he just turned 30. Yeah, it is Biden's birthday. It is Joe's, it is President Joe's birthday, sir. So you share your birthday with our, with our illustrious president as well. So there, there's some news for you for the day. <laughs> yeah, I could have gone the rest of his life without knowing that. <laughs> oh, oh, jeez. Not going to go there. Not going to go there. Not, Not going to go there. <laughs> anyway, would that that's be one of those things. That's one of those things you learn later, and it's just like, huh, okay. But now it's like, uh. <laughs> well, with it being a birthday, I feel obligated okay. to, to say something for you really quick. It with it. This is your birthday song. It isn't very long. All right, that's it. Are we that delayed, or are you just that stunned? I actually went with the "This is the birthday song" song. You cut out for like all of that. Oh it was wonderful. Gosh. I'm gonna take camera off for now because I'm down to yellow. But hey, hey, I I missed it, but I'm sure with your beautiful singing voice, oh, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. I have a horrible voice. Everyone knows, but I had to give you the "This is your birthday song." It is a very long song. Hey, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, and the sentiment, the sentiment. You you can't see it, but I'm tapping my chest here, like you know, it, it hit me in the feels right here in the heart. So, yeah, oh, absolutely, um, absolutely, much appreciated, yeah. much appreciated. So, all right, man. Well, hey, I appreciate also you um, giving me this is kind of a little bit of a birthday gift to me um, to record an episode with you tonight. Um, uh, Mrs. Tom is. Uh, you know, working a basketball game for the high school. So um, she's going to be back in just a little while, but figured, Hey, we got a little bit, extra, a little bit of time before she gets home. Uh, let's, let's just record something. So we're just kind of, you know, going to give a little bit of a, an update on the past few weeks. There's NFL standings. Yep. The MLB off season has happened. Oh, I've man. gone to an event myself that have something to talk about. And then you and I have uh, actually had another road trip, although we didn't record a road trip edition. So we're just going to kind of wrap up with, you know, some of the, the unexpected things yeah. that, that, that came from that. So oh, yeah. um, why don't you go ahead and get us started with the NFL standings 
and uh, I'm hoping maybe at some point during this, I can turn my camera back on. I'm just, I'm, I'm letting the interwebs catch up here. The potato internet is uh, extra potato extra mashed tonight. Extra mashed tonight, indeed. But here we are. AFC North has not gone like we planned with the Ravens in the lead. The Bengals in last place. A lot has been with Joe Burrow's health. He's been hurt the, pretty much the whole year. Got healthy. Bengals got good again. And now he's out for the year which is going to lead to some conundrums for some other teams not named the Bengals. In the AFC South, the Jags are in first place, and the Texans are a game out. We we did not have that on our bingo card, so the Texans are showing you what happens when you have a good coach with a good quarterback, what happens to your team. Uh, there are some teams that pay attention to that, um, namely our Bears. In the AFC East, the Dolphins hold a game heavily over the Bills because the Bills' offense is up and down, like always, they actually fired their OC because they're just not happy with what he's been doing. In the AFC West, the Chiefs hold a two and a half game lead on the Broncos because that division is the Chiefs and a whole lot of meh. Pretty much, you have the Broncos who are figuring out how to win football games, the Raiders who fired their head coach, the Chargers who are going Charger at the most Charger time possible, and that's the AFC West in a nutshell. In the NFC North, the Loins, who are the Lions because they are now victorious, are 8 and 2. First in the division, thanks to the Bears pulling the Bears and snatching defeat from the jaws of victory, as they always do. And I know it's the other the, the quote's supposed to be the other way around, but the Bears do everything backwards, so it makes sense. Uh, in the NFC South, uh, that division is uh, not good. The Saints are in first place at five and five. Yes, you heard it right. The Saints are in first oh, place at five and five, with the Falcons and Buccaneers one game back. In the NFC East, you have the Cowboys. Uh, Eagles in first place, Cowboys in second, and then meh after that. That's not how we expected that to go, quite honestly. And then the NFC West, the Niners are back. They're back to their winning ways. They got Debo Samuel healthy, Joe Williams healthy, and they went right back to winning. The Seahawks are in second place. And then the Rams, who I thought would bounce back, have not. And then the Cardinals, who are not playing for anything. But anyway, those are your standings update. That's your standings update. A lot we've gotten a lot right, a lot we've gotten wrong because things have gone uh, sideways rather quickly in the NFL as it usually does. Yeah, it's gone sideways rather quickly, like you said. But uh, I think the NFC South is just kind of a a cluster mess at this point, and it's really just the the best of the worst, um, really. So um, I, I think from here on out, it really doesn't matter who comes out of the South because. They're all pretty close and not in a good way, except for the Panthers. <laughs> yeah, who um, suck but we the want them to, We want. <laughs> we want them to suck, though. Yeah. We yes. want. We need them to suck. So, um, but yeah, you're right. Come. Everything else. I think I saw from somewhere um, that the Lions are eight and two yep. for the first time since the '60s. Yep, correct. Is it? Yep. Heesh. Hey, don't forget the Bears yep. are the first team in NFL history to lose a game with a plus three turnover margin. And having 40, time, 40 minutes of possession since, like, 1932. So, there you go. You want another historical fact for you? Breaking records every way we can. <laughs> every way we can in the worst possible way we can. <laughs> Hall of Fame, Hall of Shame. My name's on the wall. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Poor bear. That was... Yeah, that not not pretty, but at the same time, it's like it doesn't really matter for them at this nope. point. One, so once they've closed the game, at, at least fired. they're not paving a yes. Once they're closing it, and everyone fired, it's not like they're paving the way for the 
um, evil green and yellow team that hails from Green Bay, Wisconsin. In fact, we're only uh, what that's a game. And oh, a half. I guess technically a game and a half. Yeah, because they have they've played one less. Yeah. So we we both. Saw yeah. Um, it's just not our year, either one of us. And you know what? I'm okay because if we're going down, I'm fine that they're going down with us. Absolutely, absolutely. But, but so, but Tom, I think no. Go ahead. I think you have more fun sports stuff to talk about. Talk about the the Irish. I believe it was the Notre Dame game you went to. I think it was it this past weekend or was it a weekend earlier? It, it, no, it was it was just this past weekend. Okay. Um, so. The, you know, the weekend earlier oh, yeah, is, the, is what we're going to yeah, talk the, about the, later. The, yeah. Sorry. Um, brain, so brain, they, the thing thought brain is it, having troubles. With it feels weeks. like it's been, it feels like it's been longer than just a couple of weeks since I've seen you though. So I, that's why yeah. like, I don't blame you one, one bit. Um, no, uh, my brother and I met up with my, my uncle in South Bend. I uh, went to another Irish game. This is my first two game season that I've, this is the first time ever in my life that I've gone to two Irish games in a year. And it's mostly because uh, when I go to games, I, I make, I make the, or like my uncle makes the arrangements or mom gets the tickets through, um, uh, through him. And uh, you know, this one was just kind of like a surprise visit in September, yep. <laughs> um, but it was, it was a really, really cool um, deal. So we're, yeah, it, it was, uh, I'm trying to think of even where to start. So I guess I'll start from, you know, off campus. This is, this is how things normally go when, and maybe I shouldn't tell the whole um, deal, but I'm going to, because we're a small podcast. Um, But uh, we meet up with my uncle at uh, a restaurant off campus and he gives us the passes so we can uh, parking passes so we can park on, on campus uh, because he makes arrangements for us to, uh, stay on campus so that way we can spend more time with him. Um, so we get to park right right next to where where we stay. We won't say where we where we stay. But from then, uh, he told us, "All right, we're going to go to a University of Portland tailgate." And I was like, "What? what? I, like we're in South Bend?" So, as I may have mentioned here on on the pod before, um, he was the president at the University of Portland for number of years i think it was 2014 that he was inaugurated up until 2021 i believe maybe um so like seven years he was out and he, and he was out at the university for i think about 10. Mm-hmm. so uh he's he was very connected there and my brother also graduated from the university of portland so this was the university of portland chicago um, chapter of the alumni association that typically when they get together once or twice a year, they try to do something at South Bend because of the Holy Cross Fathers um, Catholic School connection. Mm -hmm. So um, he goes, it just so happens that the weekend that you're coming, a whole bunch of people from UP are coming and Matt's an alum. So he was like, you know, talking to all the people that um, he knew from staff that happened to come out for for this whole event. So it was kind of cool to like, and it wasn't really a tailgate. It was inside the alumni building um alumni office at uh notre dame but still pretty cool to just go and there's there's maybe like 30 um 40 people there but pretty cool just to kind of see like all right uh, you know uh, normally i see uncle mark in his element with the um, notre dame folks but this was like you know a bunch of people that knew him when he was the president up so he's kind of like you know wearing both hats for a day so that was kind of cool and unexpected we got to do that for a while um walked all, all over campus 
listened to the band on the front steps um, of the admin building, saw the dome, saw the library, everything was really cool there. And then um, got to be up in uh, the box at the game again. And the game was against Wake Forest and just absolute, absolute beat down. 45-7 was the final. Um, but it was kind of it was kind of cool because it was senior day. So I had to see all of that ahead of time. There's actually a kid from Rockford who was a senior at Notre Dame. I think he was a corner or a wideout. Um, so I have to look up on the roster again because I forgot his name. But I was like, oh, that's cool. That's close to home. I wonder where, where he went to high school and if he'd been in – probably obviously had been in the news at some point if he um, made the team at Notre Dame even as a walk-on. Um, they, you know, bring up those kinds of accomplishments locally. Um, so I was like, that's pretty cool. Uh, but then Wake Forest is also where the Notre Dame starting quarterback just transferred from last year. Oh. So he's a senior transfer, Sam Hartman. I'm just, I, I think I've, I've said it before, beautiful man. Like he's just like, <laughs> it, if you've ever seen the meme of like Giga Chad, he's got like that look. Oh, yeah. um, and I'll, I'll have to pull it up on um, screen sometime before before we're done but like he's been nicknamed giga chad mm -hmm. and like just fan favorite because he he loves like getting into it with the crowd and he's just like you know cracking jokes with everyone on sideline he's like he's just totally has been the guy in south bend since he got there well at the end of the game i think it was in the fourth quarter when he came out um for the last time to let you know someone else start getting reps he they they put him on the jumbotron and over the loudspeaker, they start playing Whitney Houston. I will always love you. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> and so he like holds up a heart with his hands and everything's like, it was pretty cool. Uh, but you know, super, super fun to, to hang out there. Um, and uh, yeah, really, I mean, next morning got to hit the bookstore and um, pick up some, some gear. You can't leave, can't leave campus without something at least, you know, to bring home. So that was that was fun. Um, I always love just stopping in and seeing like what new what new stuff they've got. I hate how expensive it is, um, but I, I mean, like I was looking for, I think a quarter zip like uh, sweatshirt type deal, or or even just any sort of new hoodie, um, because you know I've I've gotten I've gotten older. I've also gotten a bit larger, so uh, it was like all right, let me find something of my size, but. Because we went the morning after game day, everything was picked over. Right. So I couldn't, I couldn't for one find my size, and one, uh, when I could, it was like, you know, a crew neck hoodie was ninety five dollars. I'm like, nope, no, nope, I'm out. <laughs> like, no, <nah. laughs> that's a, that's a, that's a no from me, me dog. Yeah. But um, still, I like, I like, you know, window shopping as it were, just to, right. you know live vicariously from other people. And I do, I, I love it, but I hate it when I hear people in the bookstore, like this one guy uh, is he, or this one kid went up to his grandpa um, and was like, here's the shirt I want to get. And it is, um, and he was about to say how much it costs. And he goes, son, I don't want to know how much it costs. Just, I'll just, I'll just pay for it. I'm like, you want to adopt me for the next hour? Like, right. <laughs> <I'll>, <laughs> I would love to hear that. Those words. Jeez, I don't care how much it is. All right. Come with me, sir. Yeah. Come with me, sir. What, what do you want? <laughs> um, I'll take one of those and one of those and I'll special order one of those. <laughs> or the custom, custom shop. Yeah, we're going to stand in that line. Um, no. So that was um, good time, though, and lots of good uh, time with my brother. 
um, obviously all the time that we were there, but it's also about a three hour drive each way mm-hmm. from where we're at. So um, some solid windshield time hanging out with, with him on the road. Um, so super fun, but I think special for me because um, it's, I mean, it's that, that birthday weekend, but also um, because this was like the second one of the year. So like I've, I've gotten to appreciate the cathedral of college football twice this year. There you go. That's always a good moment. Good times at the Irish games, watching the Irish kick Wake Forest Butson, which I'm sure is a pleasure. I remember there were some lean years there where it wasn't always guaranteed that the Irish would beat Wake Forest. So it was... would beat uh, would beat Wake Forest would beat uh, anyone. I mean, they haven't always played Wake Forest um, because they really just right. in the last like ten years since they joined the ACC. But uh, I mean, substitute Wake Forest for like you know Purdue or someone like that. It's never been a given right. um, on some of those, like you said, some of those lean years. So can appreciate the big ones, but I don't think it's going to be. I think we are literally uh, vying for the Pop Tart Bowl <laughs> this year. I think that's actually what it's called. Oh, it used to be. It used to be the Blockbuster Bowl. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> now it's the Pop Tart Bowl. Oh, and god. I used to say if oh, no. I, I used to say it was something like that, like the Breakfast Bowl or the the cereal bowl, the toilet bowl, if you weren't making one. Right. But now apparently the, the Pop-Tart Bowl is something. Yep. And, I mean, they're a ranked team, so of course they're going to get something because there's like 75 bowls. Right. Um, but, hey, I will take it because it's a name brand, Pop-Tarts. It's not the, you know, great value great value toaster pastry bowl. So <laughs> Right, right. I mean, hopefully Pop-Tarts are going to go out of business now because going from the Blockbuster Bowl to the Pop-Tarts Bowl, it makes me – afraid that pop tarts will go out of business sometime soon. Like, it's it's also, you know, it could be Circuit City, it could be uh, Enron. Yeah, it could be <laughs> it's, it's, it's changed hands over years. Yeah, it's changed hands over years. These are all the companies that go out of business that, that buy this bowl again to save their stock portfolio, but I, for some reason, pop tarts I don't think will go out of business, so that, that is good news. Because... No, I know some folks that are probably single-handedly keeping um, yeah. Pop tarts and mm. is is that is that its own brand or is that a Kellogg's? I think it's a Kellogg's thing. So. I think it's a Kellogg's. Oh, no. I, I'm not going to look that up because that's the type of thing that I would look up, but that's yeah. such an old man <laughs> thing that I'm just going to refrain. All right, yeah. We got back to food. So again. that's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. We always get back to food. It wasn't even on purpose. <laughs> it was the name of the bowl. Dang it. So, all right, man. Well, I think I've talked enough about my Irish game, great experience, love going, love spending time. I think, last thing, I think we walked six miles that day um, just by like walking all over. Because after the game, we, we did a lap, about a lap and a half, lap and a half, excuse me, around campus at night, which is just super cool to see it at night. Um, they had lit up the Christmas tree outside the, uh, like right in front of the dome for the first time. So getting to see the dome at night, the Christmas tree at night, Basilica at night, awesome. So. Last that was the last thing I want to say is we walked a lot, but it was worth it. Very nice, very nice. Definitely longer walk than the IC campus walk, which would have taken you about five five minutes. Yes, <laughs> walk six miles would take about six hours. Yeah, six hours. Jeez. All right. Uh, thanks, Tom, for the Irish game update. And now we get into the MLB offseason, which I have been following like a hawk because there's nothing to talk about but the Bears. The Bears suck. So. I'm in Cubs mode right now, or, or and other teams in mode, but mainly Cubs mode, which let, leads us into the big, the big, huge news that happened uh, about a week and a half ago or so. The Cubs signed Craig Council 
to be their manager and fire David Ross, not in a dynamite David Ross. That's not what happened. I know there's people who saying that's what happened. The anti-David Ross people is more or less that Craig Council was available and the Cubs said him is the guy. He is the he- the best man, one of the best managers of baseball. We want him. So they paid him. They gave him a five-year, $40 million contract to be a manager, which yeah. is the uh, largest uh, contract ever for a manager, which is fantastic. And I think we spoke this into existence during our road trip podcast. We joked about this being like, yes. because we're just scouting uh, to see uh, council as their manager next year is all that happened there. Oh, Sorry, I'm quick showing yeah. you yeah, before yeah. I forget. Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, it's on the left. The memes on the right. Yeah, all right, I, there we go. Yeah, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I think Tom, we wish cast this into reality. I think we should deserve some credit for this move, actually. And I think we should start doing more. Uh, I think, you know, if it was that easy. So first of all, we we were traveling to Milwaukee when that happened. I think whoever we want to speak into existence to become a cub, we just need to be like en route to that location. So do we need to be road tripping out to LA right now? Absolutely. Immediately. Drop everything. All right, I'll meet you. I'll meet you uh, in Springfield, and we're gonna take Route 66 all the way out there, just because. All right, sounds like a plan. All right, guys, uh, end the podcast, and we're off to. Uh, no, kidding, kidding. We're, we're kidding, kidding. <laughs> I gotta get on the road. Oh, yeah, we got work to do. I should, I should pack a bag. No, we're gonna, we're gonna live dangerously. We'll live no, dangerously. no we're luggage. Buy, we'll, we'll, we'll hate you. We'll buy what you need on the road. We'll figure it out. Same pair of underwear for a week. <laughs> 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 yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. So, all right. So the Cubs have a a manager. Um, a higher tier manager, no offense, David Ross, but th- this is the case. And Cubs fans are now feel are in the fields right now, like they're feeling their marbles, uh, as as you will, because we now have a manager. We're like, all right, time to get everyone, which leads into the biggest fish in free agency, who is Shohei Otani, and that sweepstakes is just insane, quiet and loud all at the same time. I'll explain. He is the, no, you're right. You're right. He's the first ever two-time unanimous MVP. He he did not three-peat MVPs or or uh, re, or repeat as MVP because in 2022, um, uh, Barry uh, was uh, Aaron Judge who won, and the only ever, only uh, MVP to uh, go back to back is Barry Bonds, and it'll be history. So that's just some history for you guys there. Um, every team who has monies wants to sign. I I'm talking like the, the Dodgers, the Cubs. Yankees, Red Sox, Giants. I'm not talking like every team wants him, but the Marlins payroll would become Shohei Otani. That's how that would work. So they they can't get him. So it's the teams with the monies want him, and the word is that Otani's camp wants this to be a low key process, and teams that leak out that he's visiting them will cost the team's ability to sign him because Otani's a low key guy. He for mm-hmm. being as high profile as he's very low key. Just like being bothered. He only answers questions on Daisy pitches. A true story for that. I heard that from Gordon Whitmire on the recap podcast. So he, cause he was trying to talk to him one day when the Angels were playing the White Sox. And, he tried well, to talk and to didn't him. he, didn't he um, get the news or like await the news for his MVP with just like him and his dog. Yep. Correct. This is like the most wholesome thing ever. Yeah. yeah he just chilling with his dog. Yeah. That's Otani. Otani's a very low key guy. So he wants, this whole process to be just kept on the down low. He doesn't want to be followed everywhere with cameras. He hates that actually. So he wants to keep this low key. Uh, it's believed by insiders 
Um, I don't know how he gets information, but it's probably from a tiny camp saying this is what they prefer to do. Uh, that he wants to sign before or during the MLB winter meetings, which is uh, December 3rd to the 6th. So that's in about two weeks. So we may have Otani's destination in within the next two, week or so. Um, I've heard from Ken Rosenthal reading some uh, uh, articles that he's saying he may know who he's going to, but the contract might take some time because, again, we're talking about a potential half a billion dollar contract. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of language to work out there. So it may be he says, I'm signing with this team, but it's not like official, official just yet. And the consensus favorite, according to everybody with a brain, is that it's the Dodgers as number one. I think the betting odds are plus 110, which equates to like 55-ish percent odds that he wins with the Dodgers. Cubs and Red are in distant second place from there. And Cubs fans are feeling they're feeling good because of the John Heyman tweets, which said that it could come down to Cubs versus Dodgers all the way down the stretch, which we feel good about. The Red Sox feel the exact same way, so it's kind of who you can use from to dictates who you want. I know Tom and I uh, it have different feelings about this. I think I'm more in this. Just get Otani, be done with it, and hopefully we don't go crazy overboard for him, but we need the guy, and Tom's more or less like, let's be smart with this money here, y'all. Let's, just, let's not go crazy. Is that still your that, sense That's of exactly my thought. Is like, I mean, if you have the money to go get Otani and you get him for the right price. And obviously we're talking about a premium player, so you're going to have to pay a premium. But my stance has always been since his injury earlier this year is now he poses a bigger risk than before. So are are, are you, we could be willing to put up the half a billion dollar contract or for 10 years and have to be on the hook for all of that. If he goes down next year, or if if he doesn't have the longevity that he um, has that that was hoped for when he was coming into this season, mm-hmm. or you take that same amount of money over that same stretch of time and invest in several other young up and coming guys, including one that we'll talk about shortly, mm-hmm. and that that may not be as much of an injury risk from a talent and production standpoint. Shohei Otani is absolutely the guy. Yep. The only point of concern with me is that arm injury that he's had. He's had multiple um, times, and I just I, – I don't know why, but that is, for me, standing in the way. I mean, I know why, it, it, because it's a risk, and I am not the risk-taking type, right. but I'm not the Cubs. So that's why this is my personal opinion, and, and, because, and why it's a good thing that I am not in the front office, because I would have been like, as soon as that injury happened, out. We're out. We're not even going to consider it. Um, but I know that there's still a possibility that he'll have um, that he'll have good contribution um, over this next several years. So I'm also, from a fan standpoint, completely okay with the fact that we're still in the race. Oh yeah. So, uh, so what helped alleviate my concerns about this was reporting that Otani being a team is worth like in revenues, just him alone is worth somewhere between thirty and a hundred million dollars a year. So you defray his cost by him being on your team alone. When you talk about like jersey sales, yeah. other merch, um, ticket sales, and anything, and even you know the ratings Japanese on market. TV too, yeah. the, the Japanese market that now they're getting yeah. ratings from. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, you're right. That yeah. that's that's something that that comes with it. But 
you can't. You said it's between thirty, what thirty and fifty million, 30 or something. Thirty and hundred, like, and hundred. Thirty, thirty and hundred. Sorry, thirty and hundred million. Large gap, but large gap. But but at the same time, at the same time, that is purely speculation. Right. But we have seen um, some numbers to give us an idea of what he did in L.A. Um, and now that he's a bigger deal, I think, than he was when he came into the MLB. Um, there, there's, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, the living legend. And not on the um, Angels. <laughs> and not on the Angels. So I think there, there is something that could be more concrete out of that. But at the same time, in, in my mind, that still is just, it's, it's not an absolute. No. no so no. I'm like, you, you will get some of those, you know, additional ratings, additional revenue from, from sales of this, that, or the other thing, just because he is Shohei, Shohei Otani. Right. Um, but I mean, are you getting a guy because he's going to increase your, um, your Jersey sales? Or are you getting a guy because he's going to um, be around for a long time and win you a world series? Yes. That, that's, that's where I come in. It's like, <laughs> the answer I, is I, yes. I, mean, I, I Yes, the financed mind wants to believe the first one, but the fan uh, believes like I want to get another ring. The answer is we both. We want another ring. Yes. The answer so. is yes. Both. That's how people are thinking. I know. I'm. Yes. I'm just, and and I'm probably one of few that are just are skeptical. No, I. Um, I hear but you. but like twenty five percent of me is geeking out over this oh, yeah. idea of having him in Chicago. Oh, see, so. my my thing is, I would love to have him in Chicago because I know there's rumors again that he wants to have like opt out clause, which I'm okay with. Like, say he only's on the coach for three years, are you okay with that contract now, Tom? And he opts out and gets another contract from another team. We got three years of other Otani ride. See that's almost not enough. Then For, I don't. I don't know. I'm. Right. I, I'm like three See, years. It's like that's not enough time to get everything that you possibly, you probably could out of Otani. But ten years seems too long. I'm like I'm in the seven ballpark or like six or seven ballpark right. of like, you know, it's not quite a decade because you don't run into the, you know. I, I'm I'm going to use Pujols as as that that example of signed a ten year contract, got old, stopped producing fast. at that same level yeah. fast. And Otani is not as old as, um, or, or it, it doesn't have that same kind of, you know, age mm-hmm. factor. At least that's not a not concern yet. for. No, it's it's not a concern for him with the ten year contract. When people when when Pujol signed the ten, the ten year contract, everyone was like, "Oh, that's a long contract for his age." Right. Um, for him, no one's really using that as a negative factor. Right. Um, but. 10-year contracts are still a long time and you don't know if someone in five years is just not going to be the guy anymore so at least after five years you'd only have two left on it Um, but three years that's not a lot of time for him to really make a difference um and to to help build a team around a guy and and do something so like I, i gotta be somewhere in between um, so that's why seven is my number, but I know that seven is not at all what people are thinking. So I understand for this guy that he's going to be a 10 year contract. Um, and if he gets signed by the Cubs, absolutely. I'm going to go nuts, oh, yeah. but I'm overanalyzing it because that's where my head goes. Yeah. So yeah, I, I think it's going to be something like the Jason Hayward contract structure where he gets two opt out clauses in this. So there's going to be like a opt out three and opt out like year six or seven. So I think, sure. I think that's what it's going to end up being. 
And if Tina's willing to do that, we'll get Otani, which Jed Horror's in the Cubs have done that before. They're willing mm-hmm. to do whatever they can in contract language to keep the player happy. They want to give him his money and then give him the options he wants. Like Dansby Swanson wants a full no trade clause. Gives what Dansby Swanson has a full no trade clause. He's on the Cub, Cubs until he doesn't want to be on the Cubs. So he is a happy camper. So the Cubs are willing to do that. I don't think we get him. Like I said, I think there's about a 10% chance right. we get Otani. Right. It's about 10%. I know the betting on say is like closer to 22. I say it's 10. And I'm just saying, if we get them, Cubs fan fans, fans go nuts. And then we have to somehow build a team around them the rest of the way. But that's a, a, a smaller problem for another day if that happens. That will just be a whole month of, month of celebrating up until he puts on the Cubs uniform in Chicago. So. That's enough of the Otani talk. For, for That's enough of the Otani. We spent way more time on Otani. Well, I mean, we should have expected that. Yeah, but yeah. It's a bit I went on a bit of a, I went on a bit of a, you know, non-risk-taking rant. So I apologize for that. No, we we have to talk about it. it's a huge. It's the he is the largest topic in the sport, which is overshadowing the news that came out today that Yoshinobu Yamamoto was posted by by the. Uh, uh, by the by, by the uh, Bixen Buffalo, the oh what the team the Buffaloes I think they're from uh, Bikeson. I'll look it up. Uh, the Bikeson Buffaloes, it's it's something like that. The Buffalo, I know the teenage the Buffalo, I can't remember where they're from in Japan, but he is posted today. So starting tomorrow, eleven twenty one at seven a.m. Central Standard Central Standard Time, the greatest time zone in all the land, uh, up until teams have forty five days from tomorrow. Tucson, which is the 45-day window, ends January 4th at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time to sign to the contract. Now, with him being from Japan the, and the not – Oryx Buffaloes? That's the Oryx Buffaloes. That's, that's right. That's what I was Sorry. Had no, to, no, you're had right. 20, 25 years he's old. He's 25 man. years old. So he's not played nine years in Japan. So he's going to the Japanese posting system, which means that teams that sign him have to pay the, the Buffaloes uh, this stipulation, there's a lot of other stipulations, but these are the ones that will apply because this contract will surpass probably $200 million. So uh, here's what we're talking about here. They have to pay him 20% of the first $25 million, 17.5% of the next $25 million, and 15% of everything over $50 million in total guarantees. So for his first contract? Yeah, yes. It, this, or every contract. No, his con- no, his first contract coming <laughs> out of Japan. Say. So okay. this so if you sign him to like two hundred million dollar contract, you have to pay the Buffaloes thirty one point eight seven five million dollars to sign him. In addition to the two hundred of his contract. Correct. So really a two hundred million dollar contract is costing you two hundred and thirty two million dollars roughly. Correct. And, but that the posting fee does not affect luxury taxes. You're paying the Buffaloes for right. for the pleasure of signing their player away from their team. <laughs> yep. And the Buffaloes are probably like, hey, sign them. That's our payroll for next year. Oh, absolutely. They're like, hang on, $32 million. What can we do with that? Feel the whole freaking baseball team. We can buy the athletics. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So his contract is estimated to be somewhere around seven years. Again, twenty-five-year-old uh, pitcher, like Tom noted, he's young. Uh, he's supposed to be the best pitcher to come out of Japan since Masahiro Tanaka. So that level of starting pitcher is just like, woof. 
It's like you Darvish plus is what you're talking about here. And you Darvish is a very good starting pitcher. So if we're talking like creme de la creme, a starter is what people are expecting with like a 98 mile an hour fastball, a six splitter, a good changeup. The dude is an ace. And the Cubs are in on Yamamoto as well. They're, they're Cubs fans are talking about do we get Otani or do we get Yamamoto? Because you're not getting both. And it's no, kind we're of, not getting seven hundred million dollars no, in contract, no, guys. But if we don't That's, get if we don't get Otani, we better dang well get a Yamamoto. It better be a oh full court press. Go, yes. You, you got to like give him everything you've got. Every yeah, everything. Get an ace because if can you imagine a rotation where if Yamamoto and Steel in the rotation, now we're cooking peanut. We've Marcus Stroman for for Yamamoto, winning. <laughs> Hashtag winning. I love everything about that. So, like, I love everything about having Yamamoto on the Cubs. If Otani is not on the Cubs, I would love to have both. But I would. Three quarters of a billion dollars in contracts isn't going to happen. So, um, basically, we want a Japanese player. Uh, Oh yeah, in Chicago this year. We were have Suzuki. Let's get more Japanese players. Well, I mean, we we we're signing a new uh, another one. Yeah, I mean, like that's that that we want we want either the 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 Babe Ruth out of the uh, the the new Babe Ruth or we want just like the probably. I mean, we're gonna say he's a future Cy Young winner. He's gonna win probably potentially. Think of Kodai Senga from uh, on the Mets who had like the fifth best ERA in the MLB. This guy's better than Senga. Mm-hmm. So that's insane. A lot of potential. A lot of potential. So, uh, yeah. That was, that all right. There's other big news. Let's, smaller news let's, now. Let, let's, let's roll through these ones. All right. All right. All right smaller news. Aaron Nola re signs for the Phillies for seven mm-hmm. years, 172 million. He was Get one, paid, son. He, he wanted 200 million. Phillies wanted like 125. They meet closer to his side of things. But this is giving me Madison Bubgarner vibes of decent regular season picture. Excellent postseason, and he will decline in like two years. So I think it's a bad contract, but I'm not the Phillies. So it's a good, good one for him. Good one for him. Bad for the Phillies. That's just my my two cents. I could be wrong. All right. Other notable news that we've heard: uh, Bellinger's Cody Bellinger's contract projections, who the Cubs are not likely to resign based on the Yankees being involved, and they're going to do a Yankees and do stupid with the money. Uh, he's estimating somewhere between like. 10 years, like $250 million, which oh is a gosh. dumb contract to like the Cubs. Yeah, have 10 years left in them. Right, like the Cubs, like six years, 150, where the Cubs say, oh, we'll take that contract. So, yeah. it, so it's like a wide range of, hey, that's a good kind of two. That's a stupid contract. Uh, Lance yep. Lynn is back on the Cardinals for one year, $11 million with a club option for for 2025 at $11 million and $3 million in incentives. So the Cardinals got right. the worst pitcher in baseball pretty much last year to fix their pitching staff with Wilson Contreras as a catcher. Uh, that's a terrible signing. Just, Cardinals, I don't know what you're doing, but thank you. Slow cap for you guys. Uh, so basically a potential $25 million contract. Contract for a guy who gave, who had like a six-something ERA who gave up home runs at an alarming rate. And he's got Wilson Contreras as his catcher. So that, that's always <laughs> a great sign. Uh, Reynaldo Lopez signs with the Braves for three years, $30 million. The former White Sox uh, starter turned bullpen arm and the and who was really good at the bullpen the last couple of years. And the Braves said, you know what? We're going to make him a starter again and turn him into more like a Keegan Thompson swing pitcher who can do long relief or start, which has me worried that the Braves know something we don't. Because they're the Braves, and they usually know something we don't. So that's not a good sign that they got him for that contract, which also tells you what their market is or pitchers that if a bullpen swing arm gets $10 million a year, 
Yamamoto's getting that $25 million plus. Let's just be honest. Oh, for sure. That, that's where this is going. Uh, Shota Imanaga, the other picture coming out of Japan, a 30-year-old lefty, more of a um, pitch-to-contact type picture. He does have some strikeout stuff, but not like Yamamoto stuff. Has not been posted yet. That, his rumors have been posted two weeks ago. Hasn't happened yet. I'm guessing because they were waiting for Yamamoto to post, and he was trying to mm-hmm. like give himself that market after Yamamoto, so we're waiting on that news. And he has, But he has visited Chicago already, and the Cubs are in on in Monaga. He's going to be cheaper and another good mm-hmm. pitching arm to have. You want as many pictures as you can, so Cubs are in on that. Uh, Blake Snell, two-time Cy Young Award winner, just won the NL Cy Young Award winner. Doesn't have much of a market. No, the market has not really shown up to, to sign up real quick because apparently people were saying, yeah, but he goes up and down and hurts so often that we don't know what we want to pay him. So his market is not mm. there right now, which is weird to say about a two-time Cy Young Award winner. Especially that he just won the Cy yes. Young. Like, that, that is really weird to, to say. It's like, With like a yeah, two I mean, that, that, there's not, that there's not someone that's at least being talked about. There really is like nothing that's concrete that yep. like oh there's rumors that uh, or th- there's Yankees are insider right insider uh you know talks of this team or that team or something's been leaked from one team yep. or another yep. or no there's nothing which is I don't know it's just odd that a Cy Young well, is not being talked about. So um I know that he's had his his issues but I, I mean I'm sure maybe after the the winter meetings maybe we'll we'll see something but I mean, it should, it, yeah, it is just it, odd it, to say to have this the, the in the sentence uh, a Cy Young Award winner from no this market. year has no market. Just doesn't seem right. But no. I mean, that's that's where we're at right now, where where he's no. at anyway. So it, it, yeah, it's the same market because the MLB trade market is insane because people are talking oh about one Soto yeah. being traded. P. Alonso is or is on the market, depending on if you're talking to the Mets or teams who are not the Mets. Uh, Tyler Glass now the Rays is. On the market or is in the market, depending if the Rays are trying to hold on to some leverage of a glass on trade, which they don't have. Uh, Shane Bieber, uh, the Guardians, who was injury real last season, but he's always been like a sub, like a 250 ERA pitcher, striking out everybody. Good pitcher, could be traded from the Guardians. Dylan Cease, Cub, turned White Sox in that horrible Jose Quintana trade in 2017, is on the market. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of good players on the market for trading, and that could be why Blake Snell has no market value because Maybe. The, the the trade market is just as good as a free is better than the free agent market. Outside of Otani, the trade market is where the value is right now, pretty much. You get Juan Soto's on the trade market, everybody. Time out. Stop what we're doing. Otani Soto. Let's go. Figure this out. Because <laughs> that's, that's a, I mean that's. <sighs> Best two players baseball. The, the, what what teams got to? I mean, what a team has to give up to get get Soto for one year. I mean, if for, he's for one year, like thirty million dollars. That's that. Is, yeah, yeah. It's it's just it's just a the wild west out there in baseball right now for um, player availability. It's 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 just like you could you could have a guy that is a Cy Young and not even care to talk about him because you got three other guys to talk about or even or, better or even better. So it's like, man, I, I, I wild, wild. I, I love that. This is where we're at. Cause it makes the baseball season so much more fun when there's like just craziness yeah. happening. It's not yep. like last year with the short side market. And we saw trade turn get like what, like 14 years and, or something stupid. We're like, the heck are mm-hmm. we doing here? Like, talking about how does Xander Bogart, at like 50 years old, get a 11 year contract? And he's got, right. Like, like, 
the poly it, 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 sorry insanity land we even we didn't even talk about the RSN contract the Bally Sports going under and it's costing teams millions and millions of dollars cost, causing them to sell players off so yeah that's a whole other topic we can get into but Tom what is which is maybe another reason why why an Otani or a Yamamoto pickup is is a, a good idea because again you're getting um, the the Japanese market yep. for following of that player you're getting um, increased revenue from you know merch sales and things like that so maybe that's a it's almost like a an investment to protect yourself well, yeah and the from team. something like a, a Bally Sports uh, going out it's like yeah. you know what is what is your your safety net Otani could be a safety net for well, someone well the teams that want Otani have that safety net already the Dodgers and, have, like, and they have over. that safety net right. Uh, but I mean, you know, there, there's always something that could happen financially to a team, mm-hmm. and uh, to to know that there's maybe an additional revenue source than other other than just you know games, and you know, and, and ticket sales. Yeah. So I guess that's also a, a point against what I was saying from the risk factor earlier. So yeah. anyway, I, I keep flip flopping, man. So before I before I flip flop more. Let's get on to what happened two weekends ago, Tom. Take it away, sir. Two weekends ago. Uh, two weekends ago, we were not at an Irish game. Nope. Um, but uh, we had a, a bit of a road trip ourselves. So yeah. uh, Saturday, the was that the 11th? Yeah, I think it was. Yep, um, 11-11. We, uh, you, you and I, went to a wedding. Um, yes. I mean, I'm just going to say you uh, – you make a great date. So um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was a good time. A little bit of a road trip. We didn't really, we didn't record anything. We just kind of talked the whole time. It was um, cool. And then we got there. It was down in St. Louis um, for a buddy of ours from college who was two years younger than you, one year younger than me. Um, he was a resident on the floor the first year I was an RA. So that was kind of um, cool connection there immediately mm-hmm. kind of connected with him and a few of the other guys that were actually some of his groomsmen um, that also lived on my floor. So, um, you know, super fun to see all of them again, um, sat with some other folks from college at the games so, or at, not the, game, at the reception. <laughs> yeah. I keep, I, I'm looking at, you know, all, you know, game stats ahead, uh, up above, of, you know, on our notes here. Um, but kind of interesting that we, we get there mm-hmm. and we're like, all right, the church is, the church is right there mm-hmm. and they're taking pictures in front of it. How Where do we go? go? How do we get in, into this yeah. place? Um, so we go into this other building that has the name of the church on it, but must be a school or something like it's that. And there's another school, reception. Yeah. It, it like must, there was another sort of reception where like, we don't see a single soul that we recognize nope. in that room like had to be you know funeral or something like that because it was a saturday early afternoon at that point so i'm like okay that's not us um and so we kind of like wandered around the building a little bit because we didn't want to go out front of the building because we're like if they're taking pictures there we don't want to get in behind them and mess anything up and we also don't, don't know like maybe they're taking pictures there because it's blocked off for everyone else or something like that anyway um, trying to figure out where to go. We come around the building again and we see someone that I recognized um, who's actually married to one of the groomsmen that we knew. So it was like, all right, recognizable face. We we're like, hey, where do we go? And they're like, we're like, I don't know. We don't know either. Like, you guys were here last night. Your husbands are 
don't know anything. Um, no one knows anything. But we fi- we figured it out together because some, uh, you know, so- someone from the church was there to like kind of guide people. All right, finally we got in. Yeah. Uh, but really fun. We got to see catch up with um, some guys. You know, uh, so the guys that were from the floor were you know the groom Eric uh, from my floor. Um, their freshman year, so my first year as an RA as a sophomore um, was Eric. Dalton, Brad, um, and then two baseball players that I knew um, played ball with in college, DJ and uh, Jim, mm-hmm. uh, flat top. So um, that was his nickname in college. So it, he that just, yeah, it was, it was fun to catch up with, with all of them, see how they're doing. Um, and almost all of them at some point uh, were at FCA or, basic yeah. or cov or or all of them oh, so yeah. i mean brad was the uh president of fca at um certain point rube or eric was uh in and involved in all of them as well dalton was uh, a member of fca for a few years so, like everyone was kind of involved so it was like that group that we always hung out with in college was, was back there so that was, it was fun to catch up with them um absolutely so uh, yeah what was what was your thoughts on the wedding because it was a it was a that was the shortest Catholic wedding. That was a okay. short Catholic wedding. I was shocked. That was that was shorter than my wedding. Yeah, and it, it was not a. I did not have a Catholic yeah, wedding. It was a very quick wedding. I was shocked. I mean, I still thirty-seven minutes. I, mean, I still know all the. I still. I still have my Lutheran brain going. So I know, like, I was. I know the response. I know, how, like, there's supposed to be a response here. I know my response, but the Catholic response is different than the Lutheran response. So I'm like off on everything. Uh, the Lord's Prayer, I thought there's a whole other portion of it. They stopped. It, it was like, all right. I found that stuff funny. I like, I like noting the differences that Tom knows between Christian denominations. I'm like, oh, boy, I have no idea. I have some idea what's going on, but not, I, not completely an idea. But it was a very nice wedding, very uh, lovely uh, lovely uh, service. I liked the fact that it was quick fest to the point, uh, so, which was nice. We Dan had to do our holy exercise, stand up, sit down, kneel down, rah, rah, rah. So that was, that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, and, and at one point, um, so th- there was the um, peace be with you oh, and the response and, uh, that we, that and you also and I, you. And, well, I, and also with you is what I'd always, it, always known, but I had also like within the past year I've attended, um, uh, masses. So I, I knew that like, it wasn't, and also with you is, and with your spirit. And oh. so I was like, I was saying it and you kind of looked at me like, how do you know that? You're not Catholic. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and then weird. you reciting the Lord's prayer. Um, you went the one extra line and I can, I can confirm, um, from the game this past weekend, oddly enough, that the, the prayer in the locker room that they broadcast on the, the, the screen, yeah did not have that final line that you started to, to say at the wedding too. So something about it's being cut off. Something's different. Like different. So, um, but yeah, you're, you're, I was like waiting for your, you know, cause you got the, the Lutheran Catholic mind connection. You're not the only Lutheran. I know that, that kind of like knows the, um, the, the, dealio, the, the Catholic lines and, and, and everything because of that, that yeah. close relative, relative close it, connection. Yeah. So, um, like I was waiting for it. I was like, I know you're also just like, um, a guy that has that knowledge of like, of religions and, and denominations. And like, you would know 
just by your research of what, you know, what to, to say. And so I was almost kind of like for some things, just following your lead too. <laughs> I knew enough to get by. I didn't like the, the responses. I just <coughs> don't, me. I always know the responses are different. Every time we've gone to a Catholic, mm-hmm. uh, we've gone to a couple, like, we, there's been a couple of our friends who've gone like Catholic, Catholic weddings. Like I know enough of the responses to make it look like I know what I'm doing, but it's like, I still don't know without, I still get lost on the differences that my response is always and also with you. That's just a Lutheran joke because in Star- and also with you. Yeah, because uh, the, 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 um, the joke is when they say when the force be with you, Lutherans respond like in the theater and also with you. <laughs> that's what I. That's what I said to also with you. Oh, that's that's funny. That's yeah, how you can tell Lutherans are a Star Wars a movie. They respond to the force be with you and also and, yeah, and also, and with, also you. with you. That's that's fantastic. So I think some of the. Um, I don't do you want to call it adventure? Oh, the that adventure. We had, oh, it was, um, that was a great began, adventure. You pulled um, the wall down. After the after the wedding, excuse me. Yeah. <clears throat> um some of some of the adventure most of the adventure happened after the wedding. Yep. Um so like you said, the wedding 30 minutes long. Um uh, but then there was three hours in between <laughs> the, when that, that that ended and when the reception started. <laughs> And really there was more because like we showed up when the reception was supposed to start at five 30 and like no one was there still. So everyone really showed up at like six. So really it's like three and a half, but we're just kind of milling around and chatting with people that we knew outside the church um, afterward. And this guy comes up to, to Chris and I, he goes, you guys look like young, uh, young, young fellas, um, young, nice, young, nice fellas. And like, here we go with this he goes um do you, I, I i flew in uh, from, from out of town from, and, from denver uh, took, I don't from denver and i took a bus here um do do you think i could get a ride to the um reception and he asked me and i was like i didn't drive you have to ask this guy over here because it was you we took your car and i was like he didn't seem like a bad guy but i was like if you're not comfortable with it, I'm not going to say, sure, man. No. So, be, I say, yeah, sure. Whatever. Come on. Yeah. So uh, here we are with a, an electrical engineer yep. from Denver that went to high school with the bride in, in Minnesota, eh? in Minnesota. So we're just like, and, and had recently moved to Denver from LA. So <laughs> we're like, so you're from Minnesota all your life. Yep. You, you, you went to LA and recently moved to Denver and now you're in St. Louis for a wedding. Yep. <laughs> Uh, that's a connection there yeah, that's, that's like connecting the dots there um but ended up being just i mean real stand-up guy yeah. um <laughs> nice but it was just the whole exchange was kind of weird and i was almost on edge i don't know why i was on edge maybe because he was sitting directly behind me in the vehicle yeah but i was just like i don't know something about this was like my radar was going off my spidey sense was tingling and like this doesn't i don't like it, it almost felt like pitching up, picking up a hitchhiker. Um, but at the same time, it was like, he was such a cool guy to talk to. So it was fine. Um, and then we get to the, so we get to the reception because we're like, okay, let's just go and see like, maybe if, if there's, it happens to be a few people, they, the staff wasn't even there yet. They weren't ready. For the reception. They were not ready. There was no table numbers up, like, nothing. and nothing. Um, so we, we kind of start making a game plan. And I think we ended up going to, the Schlafly Tap Room. Yep. Schlafly is a um, St. Louis-based uh, brewing company. And we're just like, you know what? We'll, we'll, if nothing else, we'll just be able to sit there. Mm-hmm. Um, he and he and I had 
um, uh, a cold one, you, you got a, a Coke. Yep. Um, and he, uh, he was like, well, I mean, you guys, you guys drove me here. The least I can do is just buy a round. I'm like, all right, sure. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say no to that. So we yeah. sat at a table and chatted for like an hour yep. with this guy. And first of all, like we walked about a half mile. Yep. Um, because there really wasn't much else. And we and we to do. And because I parked my car in a spot that was like literally like down the street from the from the joint. So we Oh, were, like 100 yards of yeah, that. We um like we're not moving Yeah, that and car. because and because we got there so early, we had to re up your parking for, before dinner got there. So for a bunch um, of parking. Four bucks for parking, though, I'm just going to say is okay. unbeatable oh, for the entire not, night in St. Louis. Yeah. It was fantastic. Not bad. So um, but anyway, we, we kill all this time and we get back and we still beat pretty much everyone to the reception. Thankfully, um, Sarah and Jacob yep. got there, like a, a couple that we know from college, yep. um, from IC got there not long after we did, but we're just like, oh man, we killed all this time. We, and we got there at five 30. I'm just like, we still, we're still too early, <laughs> too early. Um, How? And we, and, oh, and when we got there, the, someone was like one of the event planners for a different wedding. Cause there were two weddings in that building. Yep. Um, just on different floors, was getting there, and we helped her load up the the elevator, yep. and we're just like, because we got all the time in the world, and we're like, do you need a hand on the <laughs> offloading it? Because we don't have anywhere else yeah. to really be. We got nowhere to go. It's like, no, it was, no, no, go go to your wedding. <laughs> but we're just, we were just like, I mean, if she needs a hand, we might as well. I mean, right. what's another two minutes to get the elevator unloaded in the right. grand scheme of three hours of waiting. Right. So, and, and it was not like, that wasn't a negative thing at all. No, like no, if, no. if Eric and, and Maddie listen to this at all, which I don't even know no, if they do, no. it's like, it, we're, we're it, not complaining. Okay. We're not complaining at all. We were just no. like this, this whole like time in between led to this entire adventure. Yeah. And I think you and I can both agree that we did not see that day no. going the way that it did in the sense that like, we didn't see um wandering around st louis we didn't see picking up a guy from i shouldn't say it that way but meeting a guy from uh, denver and and uh having him take a ride with us and hanging out with him for four hours is like we didn't see any of that happening now he was a like i said he was a, a, a cool guy so it ended up working out but um we're just like if we could have just written the day ourselves it wouldn't have like none of that stuff in between would have happened and i think we wouldn't have even been we wouldn't even talk about it because it wasn't notable enough no. so that's where it's like we, we, th- this gave us something to talk about absolutely and we went to shafley's we ended up there's a wedding going on or a wedding party happening there was up there in, was in the yeah. bar, I'm like hey are you guys here for the wedding no but yes we're here for a different wedding <laughs> yes we're but kill, not that one <laughs> we're trying to kill some time here before the wedding was oh okay go ahead guys <laughs> like all right and it was one of those things like we don't fit in because they were in actual tuxes and stuff it's like oh, yeah. but could we sneak up and see what this one looks like and then we were just awkwardly standing there for a few minutes we're like we should maybe just get a table so we're not you know getting question. mixed up with the other right. <laughs> with the other weddings like right. Uh, who do you guys know? No one. We're not here for you. We're not here for your <laughs> wedding. Sorry. We're just here uh, time before the wedding reception that we went to. So yes, yeah, so we went to too early. Um, I mean, maybe if we, if we got stayed early enough, we could have just been put to work, made a few bucks. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> anyway. Um, so that was that just, like I said, quite an adventure, but awesome time getting to like see Every, uh, you know, a, a good handful of people from, from school and catch up. Cause I mean, most of those guys I hadn't talked to in 
five years almost. I think the last time I maybe talked to um, some of them was, you know, uh, my sister-in-law's graduation because some of them were like in the same class or, or um, new people in that same class. So they came to visit and go to the graduation themselves. Um, but before that was maybe like a, someone else's wedding. So it's like, it's probably been solid four years, three to four years since I had seen um, most of those guys, if not all of them. So that was awesome just to be able to catch up with them. Yeah. It had been a while. I think the last time I saw like Brian and uh, Rubicon was during, uh, I think it was like during COVID we all just hung out and played disc golf. At, Brad, mm-hmm. at Brad's house, so like it, was, it had been a minute, so yeah, just been a while, but it was great. To see Brad. And Brad, for reference, was on the the Office versus Seinfeld. So yes, he was on if you want to know who we're talking about, I don't think we have his face, but you can hear his voice and yes. um, see um, how wrong he was about no, Seinfeld. He, he, was on team, um, he was on Team Seinfeld, which is the superior choice, of course. Uh, <laughs> it's it's one man's opinion, but. Yeah. Oh man. So, all right, man. Well, that was, that was a fun adventure. Yeah. Glad we got to have it together. So um, that's pretty much what has happened over the past few weeks. We've got a lot more to talk about. Oh, yeah. This is Thanksgiving week. So I um, hope you all have a very happy Thanksgiving. Spend it with those that you love if you're able to. Um, and just, you know, prayers for safe travel, um, I know some uh, personally that are going to be traveling on Wednesday, which is, of course, the busiest travel day of the year. You're truly. Um, yep. So, um, and my my brother-in-law is actually down visiting uh, Mackenzie down in Atlanta right now. And so he's going to be flying back on Wednesday, Ooh. the busiest day of the year, out of Atlanta, the busiest hub in the nation. I'm like, you're nuts, but, uh, you know, best of luck. So, um so we're hoping to see him by Friday. Um, <laughs> no. um, but anyway, um, seriously, everyone, um, uh, be safe and enjoy your time with uh, with the people that you love. Um, and Chris, um, take us with the the outro, and we'll we'll uh, see you all on the next one. Absolutely, we'll. I think all of you probably the tens and tens of people listen to our ridiculous takes and rims on NFL standings. Uh, Tom's going to the Irish game, and will be off-season shenanigans, our random adventures at the Rubicon's wedding, and also th- happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Eat some, eat some pumpkin pie. Or pecan or apple or anything about pumpkin pie. Um, <laughs> we will be back at it again after Thanksgiving, so keep an eye out for this one and the next. Um Keep an eye out for this this one. You made it through the whole thing, so appreciate you. Appreciate but for the next one, at least, uh, until then, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, happy Thanksgiving, and above all, stay free. Go Cubs, appreciate go. those you love. Sports and more with Chris and Tom is brought to you by. No one, all non-original thoughts and ideas were properly noted during each segment.